Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. Cold opening on a figure departing a white stone archway. We see the Demercy Villa and one Valen Fox skulking through the outskirts of Augustana's old town, staying out of sight, hood down, cowl up against the cold, persistent rain drumming down over the city. The moon's shrouded by gray-black storm clouds, but even the little bits that poked through seemed dim. Hard to see any way you looked. You see him moving silently through otherwise pristine streets that grow dirtier and muddier closer he gets to Fresh Harbor, where he knew that night the transaction would take place once again. For nearly three months now, the aquatic elf Anara and the Lord de Mercy, the father of Fox's paramour, had been in business. Halfling thralls exchanged for chests of gold and magical trinkets. Fox distanced himself from the negotiations and trafficking as often as it could. It made his blood boil and his chest tight to see the utter inhumanity, but he had to continue the guise if he was to shatter these illicit operations. For nine months, he'd been working, playing the part of crony and suitor, but tonight, tonight he would bring it all to an end as an executioner's blade fell on De Mercy's unlawful arrangements. Twenty or so minutes of trekking through town, Fox saw the small pier where he first laid eyes on Anara and her Sauhagen companions. He knew they would, as always, be waiting just under the waves. Fox's gloved hand reached back, touching the handle of his mighty halberd. He knew the weapon was there, but the touch was reassuring as he strode under the damaged wooden planks of the quay. Sure enough, just as expected, two scaled fish-like heads emerged first from beneath the currents of the water before the figures climbed onto the land to greet him. Behind them, the live figure of Inara followed suit just a couple moments later. It seems as though you've come empty-handed. Where are the halflings you promised us? She asked curtly. My apologies, my lady. There's been a delay. You see, Lord de Mercy's captain, the large bovine companion you're used to seeing, has been waylaid. <clears throat> it seems a particularly heinous plot has been exposed in an attempt to take Aldous very life. I've been sent in instead to negotiate new terms. Fox's nerves were fraying, but he muffled his internal voice of doubt. New terms? I wasn't aware there were going to be new terms. Her face did nothing to hide the disdain of the latest developments. If House de Mercy cannot hold up their end of the deal, then we'll take our business elsewhere. Anara positioned herself behind her two monstrous bodyguards as her statement hung in the air. There will be no need for that. I've brought you a gift to make up for our inability to meet this evening's quota. And with that, Fox dipped forward into what should have been a, a light bow, but with the grace of a dancer in one single movement, whipped his halberd to bear, spear tip plunging 
Towards the first of the Sahogan bodyguards, the pointed blade stabbing straight through the baffled creature's chest, laying him low immediately and violently. Fox noticed a trident come flying through the air towards his neck, just in time to disappear into a crackle of black flame and white smoke. Apparating now, behind the second bodyguard who'd foolishly launched the weapon, Fox brought the razor-sharp axe head down on the foe. The scaled creature whipped around, throwing its arms up reflexively to protect its head, but they did nothing to slow the downward momentum of the weapon as it sheared through its forearms and sunk right into its skull with a dull thud. Anara stood on the pier in shock. The speed in which her henchmen were dispatched was nearly unfathomable. Fox strode over, leveling his polearm at her throat. This ends today. He snarled at her. Even in her shocked state, Anara did not appear to be particularly afraid. If you kill me, you'll simply unleash a torrent of destruction upon this town. My masters beneath the tines will not let you go unpunished, she defiantly smirked. Ah, but they will. Fox reached into his pocket, and his cloak produced a small medallion. Yeah, put this on. Anara caught the fine medallion, tossed to her by the blue-skinned tiefling. Her own skin, pale blue, grew even whiter, and she saw what it was. With the spear inches from her heart, she slipped the silver pendant onto her neck. As she completed the motion, Fox's halberd spike jumped forward, piercing Anara's sternum. Her gaze locked on his eyes in confusion as her consciousness began to fade away. Your masters know all too well the wrath of the Eagle Knights. This will ensure they receive the message. Crackling blue energy (laughs) gathered at the tip of the spear, still lodged in Anara's body, sparks flying off the shaft of the halberd, culminating in one devastating electric blast akin to a lightning bolt. sending the aquatic elf's now lifeless form back beneath the churning waters, settling on the seafloor with the sigil of the eagle knights hung on her neck, waiting to be discovered. Phenomenal. But wait. (laughs) There's more. (gasps) Post-credit scene. Yeah. Post-credit scene before the opening credits. Watson is swimming to the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) It's a post-pre-credits, credit-pre-credits scene. Scene. Because now I want all of you to imagine uh, a wagon. You know, not not too different from the wagon maybe that all of you took to Litron just, God, was it not even a week ago? Wow. But it's a dark night, a stormy night, and there's no dwarf telling stories. Oh, not like Batman? Yeah. <laughs> not that It's dark a dark night. night, but not No, it's, a, dark, it's a dark N-I-G-H-T. Oh, okay. It's a dark night. Night's Wrath? Uh, no. It's a dark evening. It's a dark time of day. <laughs> Rain is falling on the rooftop of this carriage, and you can hear the pounding of hooves and the rolling of carriage wheels over cobblestones. And a deep voice, stop! Aldous de Mercy shouts, waving his hand through the window of his fine carriage to urge his chauffeur to cease the vehicle's movement. The carriage begins to roll to a slow stop. The noise of the carriage and the Horses dimming with it. De Mercy gives a silent sign for his captain and his minotaur defender to investigate something ahead. The hulking black furred head nods and exits the carriage, sees a sight most unexpected. In the cobblestone alley lay two forms right in the center of the road. Two emerald-scaled Sahagin corpses, recently past their expiration date, splayed out in plain sight in the middle of the road. 
The towering guardian looked around, inspecting the scene. No guards afoot, most of the citizenry holed up in their homes, avoiding the steady evening rain. <laughs> Nobody to be seen in any direction. Lord de Mercy steps out of the carriage. What is it, Olysseus? The bull-headed humanoid dragging the Saugan corpses towards the human noble until he could clearly see them in the darkness. The man's silver brow furrows with concern. <sighs> We've been discovered. His harsh whisper echoes off the stone buildings. Indeed. A voice comes what? from atop the carriage, <laughs> stopping the men cold in their tracks. A silver-haired, powerfully built man sits perched atop the driver's seat of the carriage, while next to them, the driver slumps unconscious. Adorned in a cold gray chain with a white mottled hood resting atop his head and a finely crafted bastard sword sheathed on his back. One moment, please. The hulking figure says relatively politely, then deftly slicing the driving line from the horses, pulling the carriage, giving a smack, them a smack on the rump with the flat of the blade. The horse <laughs> just instantly takes off. De Mercy smirks, but there's no amusement when he says... May I ask your name, sir, before my friend and I kill you for meddling in our affairs? The Minotaurs, already having pulled the massive battle axe to the ready. Knowing my name is not going to stop me from doing what I am about to do to you and your men. But, in the interest of amusing a dying man... The large shadow just leaps down from the carriage, pulls his hood back. I am the one they call Knight's Wrath. Yes. <laughs> Even in the darkness, his eyes burn red, clearly visible. He gives a slight smirk, revealing two razor-sharp fangs. And it's in that moment, there's a balance of time that comes. For out of it, a burst of velocity and steel, Knight's wrath is instantly upon the men, dashing between the foes, diving acrobatically to avoid a heavy pendulum axe swing from the massive bovine warrior, circling to the western building's exterior wall, placing the solid structure at his back. Knight's wrath sets his feet, prepares for the two-pronged assault, which they quickly choose to follow up on the said promise of the battle. The pair closes quickly in the vigilante, the city streets becoming a symphony of metal on metal. Lord de Mercy and his bodyguards, skilled warriors as they are, strike as one, but they've not faced someone like this before. Knight's wrath parries, moves in a way almost unnatural, his instincts predatory, his vision sharp as his terrifying blade. Wheeling around his assailants, he strikes blow after blow on Olysseus's thick hide, opening up bleeding wound after bleeding wound, all while making sure to keep the massive creature between himself and the longsword-wielding noble. The Minotaur grows more enraged at each attack, and they come with increasing force. If one were to make contact, it'd be ruinous. The blows that miss, striking into the building, sending bits of stone and wood scattering. But Knight's Wrath is able to stay one step ahead the entire time of the loping strikes of the bull-headed assailant. The Damphir jumps, avoiding a particularly zealous strike aimed at his midsection, and instead it hits the sewn building. This time, instead of exploding it out, it's buried deep into the wall. It was the only opening Knight's Wrath needed launching a vicious strike at the side of the disarmed minotaur's neck, landing true. A torrent of blood erupts, soiling the cobblestones beneath their feet. The massive form slumps down to one knee, Poof. bereft completely of the strength to continue. Seeing it unfold, Lord de Mercy made the soundest tactical choice he has left. 
and begins immediately to run. Sprints away from the scene back in the direction of his villa. He's thinking, if he could only get there in those walls, he has a retinue of guards at his disposal that would keep him safe. He makes progress in the cause the cold rain pelts his face, only a few more blocks to his freedom, to his safety. Mere moments after that relief greeted him, it's replaced by wholesale dread as Night's Wrath pounces from the rooftops, landing on him, grappling the corrupt lord. Was it worth it, Aldus de Mercy? Was it worth it losing it all? Your legacy will be but an inkblot in the histories of heroes and saints. Night's Wrath whispered, message enters his ear as he struggles to break free of the vice-like grip of the damn fear. Demercy's eye starts back and forth as blood splurts from his mouth, struggling to break free of Knight's wrath. His eyes begin to close until suddenly the vigilante rips the side of his neck completely open, dropping him to the ground. The nobleman's eyes roll into the back of his head and he grasps his own neck, trying to stop the bleeding until the last bit of life drains away. The smell of iron and death fills the area. As De Mercy and his men lay dead in the streets, Night's Wrath nowhere to be seen. Ooh. Awesome. Ooh. <laughs> is there more? There's no more. Part Damn three. It. <laughs> but wait, there is more. Oh no. Now we see Drosharis standing in front of Watson in a crypt chamber. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds of feet beneath the city of Litron. And in front of his eyes play out visions. Visions of the most horrible disaster and apocalypse he could imagine. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. Mm -hmm. Because you have a failure. Not a critical failure. Just Mm -hmm. a failure. I mean, how bad could it really be? I would also, for the record, love to see the spinoff show of Fox being a spy. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. The, uh, I feel like there's like a man from Uncle joke about there of like the, uh... The tiefling from Eagle Knights or something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm curious, uh, Jason, what do you think the vision of apocalyptic destruction Mm. is that Drosharis sees? This plan probably succeeding. Even though we haven't fought the worm, we've seen it. Mm -hmm. We've fought all different kinds of darkness and felt negative damage and, and all kinds of fear and just all the stuff that we've been through and maybe he starts to think that we're going to fail. We're here to fail. We're all going to die. The worm's going to take over Galarian. Okay. So I think you see that all playing out, this illusion playing out, and it just does so much to your mental state that you're going to take 17 D6 of mental damage. (laughs) Holy Damn. Yeah. uh, That's terrible. I'm just Uh Googling dice roller. Um, That's never a good sign. I got to figure out how to... Okay, here we go. Virtual dice roller on calculator.net. Uh, sides on the dice. Six. Number of dice. Did I say 17? Mm-hmm. 17. Yeah. 17 D6. Lots of ones. I could die. Lots what? of ones. Oh, I don't think this is going to give me the total. Here, do you want to oh, use mine? No, here we go. So it does 64 points of damage. I'm not dead. Yeah. You're not dead? Nice. All right. So you see it play out. You see it hit. It hurts in every possible way, but you're still standing. And if I remember that, I think it's a spell, but whatever it is, it, mm-hmm. like that's it? Does it have anything else that lingers after that? Uh, if you critically fail, some shit happens, okay. but otherwise you're good. You okay. just you take damage. So 
boom. We're back in the fight. Two actions to cast that spell. Got one action left. So I feel like it's probably time for uh for me to just strike at Fox. Fox is right there. Yeah, I'm here. Now, Fox, are you you are also neutral, aren't you? I am new, uh, lawful neutral. Yeah, so I'm not gonna get my evil damage on you either. Yeah. But you know what? We got this creature. We got one of my spells cast. So let's let's pop off with one of these uh, a bite. So I won't have a grab built into this, but I can do some more damage. Great. So let's go with the jaws. Oh. Critical hit. Uh-oh. That's a natural 20, so that's going to be Damn. the critical hit deck. Oh, no. oh, boy. Yeah, I think we're fine here. Uh, tell you <sighs> what, Jared, go ahead and roll a, roll a d6 for me. Two. Two? All right, two cards off the top. Piercing damage. This could have been a whole lot worse. Great. Blowback. The target is knocked prone. Okay. So you'll take critical damage, and then you'll be knocked prone. But that's it. That's all that's going to happen. That's good. Yeah, that could have been a lot worse. All right. Doing some terrible math. Looking at the teeny numbers. That's a low roll. So we're okay there. Yeah, that's actually not going to be horrible. That's going to come out to 66 points of damage on a not crit great, and you're knocked prone. Not terrible. Yeah, it would have been, once again, even more if you de if you were good. All I yeah. need is for you to be good so I can do evil, evil damage to you. Fair. All right. Uh, that's its entire turn. It is now Val with five exclamation marks on my combat <laughs> tracker. Val! She's very excited to be here. Yeah. Um, frick, I can't remember if I was reloaded or not at the end of the last one. Um, I kind of don't think so. Um, so Val is just going to reload. I think you are, because I think you only... No, you shot twice and you missed the second one, so yeah. That's right, yeah. So Val's going to reload, and... She's going to take the free stratagem and free recall knowledge. And what's your religion bonus again? 25. 25? Okay. What would you like to know this time? How many hit points does it have? I cannot give you specifics, but Damn I can it. tell you that you are almost at half damage on the thing. Okay. I think it's about, okay. Things about halfway through looking at it. You think, yeah, it's it's pretty severely beaten up. Okay. So she's going to yell like, keep at it. It's a, We're almost halfway through. Um <laughs> and Whoa, we're halfway there. Oh, killing okay. it with prayers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks. Cool. <laughs> um, so the stratagem roll sucks, so she's not going to use that. Instead, she's going to enact her heroic presence. Oh. Um, which means... You know what, Jane? Tell us what it means. All right. I would be glad to as soon as my hero lab loads. Um, there's a lab <laughs> there's for that. There's a lab for that. Okay. So the blood of heroes courses through your veins and you inspire your allies to dig deep and find a new level of resolve. Um, oh, fuck. This can only affect Fox for right now unless I... So I'm actually going to move to gonna move west. Uh, the west so that I am within... Keep going, keep going. There. So you're sort of like between everyone? Yeah. Um, so now it'll affect everybody, and I can grant up to 10 willing creatures zealous conviction, um, which will... <laughs> you have to follow my commands, and uh, it yes, will give master. you all... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll all receive 12 temporary hit points. Oh, that's nice. And a plus two bonus to will saves oh. against mental effects um, <laughs> as your faith overrides the signals from your own bodies and minds. A plus what? Plus two to will save. So if Ooh. it tries to do the fear thing again, um, we're all a little bit buffed against that. Well, and like that spell was a will save against emotion and fear. And yeah. Um, What's if the you name of the spell? 
It's called Heroic Presence. Um, if you choose to accept this and be the willing creature, it does say that you have to like follow the command I give you. Um, but if it's something that you would normally find like antithetical to yourself, yeah. you would get a save to not do it. But it's she'll basically just say like keep fighting. Um, so basically, are you telling everyone enough. else to leave it all in the field? Yes. <laughs> Actually, just kidding. Since our level up, it's now 18 temporary hit points. Oh, nice. So. Dro's like, that's the fucking spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think she's just, oh, she's reloaded because she didn't take the shot. Um, And so I think that. You could aid. Yeah, I think that Val is going to aid. Yeah, who are you going to aid? And with what skill? Yeah. I think that Val is going to aid Fox because he's up there and she's going to use her perception. Yeah, sure. To be like, you know, like, look over there. It's weak right there. Religion would also work for that since you okay. kind of know more about the creature. But Can I use perception? Of, you can. The DC will be higher because it's not as apt of a fit. Okay, then I'll do religion. Okay. All right, so before Fox makes an attack, holler, and we'll do the roll for that. Sounds good. Okay. All right, Watson, it's your turn. Watson's going to fly over next to Drasharis. So flies to the east. And he will cast Regenerate. Ooh. Oh, nice. shit. So you have um, uh, Regeneration 15. At the start of each of your turn, you will each of your turns, you will heal 15 hit points. Nice. Dope. That lasts for a minute. Okay. Nice. Okay. You said and how many? 15. 15. Okay. Yep. And that is his turn. All right, Drosharis. It's now your turn. Let me get them 15s. Yep. Grab those 15 hit points. Fox, you're on deck. Okay. Three-faced regent lurking in the center of the room, striking out at all of you. Down in the basement, the Grey Gardener's Monastery. This fiend of fear guarding the double gates where the conqueror worm itself lies beneath the city, ready and trying to enact its plan, whatever that might be. Oh. What do you got, Jason? That was good. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so Drosharis is going to roll up here. Stride up. Um. Okay. And yep, so you stride up. I think that's going to provoke an AOO. Okay. Unless you want to, like, get close and then step, step and spend all your actions on stepping instead. Sure don't. Okay. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> I don't want to just walk up and stand there and be like, hit me. Ooh. Good fucking roll. Okay, so that's going to be 54 to hit. Yikes. Crit. That's a crit. Damn. Yeah. All right. You're not afraid, though. Nope. So it's just going to be one hit. Uh, and I am going to go for the, the claw so I can try to grab you afterwards. Just because I like that a lot. So let me grab my D8s. I need more D8s. I think I might finally need an additional dice set for high level. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Well, Jason, I think you might still live. Um, so you're going to take... You're going to take 29 points of slashing damage. Okay. That's it. That's not bad. I expected more than that. Yeah, I rolled two ones and a two. And a Your seven. shit is weak, Great. monster. <laughs> <laughs> Monster. <laughs> uh, and it does improve grab free action, grab you. Okay. So you are now grabbed. All right, Trisharis, you got some actions left, though. What's it going to be? Use determination to get its grab off of me. Okay. 
Shrug I'm no grab. longer drab, grabbed, and then I'll swing at it. All right. Big swing, big swing. <laughs> I crit on a 19-year-old 18. I was so excited. Uh, All right, so... I still hit that. Yeah, is it a crit? What's the total? Oh, wait, wait. I forgot I'm a fighter for a second. Yeah. I have plus 75 to hit. How's a 52? Not a crit. It's got to be close, though. It is. It is. This is a... This is a brutal enemy. Oh, man, I was yeah. flanking. Would not have made it a crit. Oh, really? Just off by that Dang. much. So that'll be eighteen. Only plus eighteen points. Thirteen of... is okay. thirty-one. So that seems seems low. Oh Jason. no no no! I'm adding out loud, so it's terrible. I can math. easy. It's easier for me if I say oh, okay. it out loud. So, so yeah, 31. thirty-one. Thirty-one whole points. That actually does make my math a lot easier. So you just slam this executioner's blade into it, the fire licking, roasting the sort of like preserved decaying flesh Ew. of the three faces as they all snarl at you. You will pay for what you've done. All right, Fox, it's your turn. And Val is going to be like, Fox, hit him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll do that. Do it. I don't want so to. So how do I roll an aid? I haven't done this in so long. Well, first, Fox, are you going to attack right away or move to get in flanking? What are you going to do? I am going to move first. All right. So you don't aid yet, but when it comes time, Can't you roll I a religion aid his check. Move? <laughs> I, you can just, just be check. like, be careful. <laughs> so you're just going to fly around to get in flanking? Yes. Yeah. So you fly to the south. Circling with your wings, Drosharis on one side, you with your polearm. A different polearm than in the flashback now. You're using this one you found yeah, here true. in the basement. True, true. All right. Um, yeah, both of us have different weapons from the mm-hmm. flashback. I'm going to arcane strike. Yes! Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm such a why fan. Why do I call it arcane? Is that what it's called? Arcane Spell strike? strike. Spell strike. Yeah, I don't know why I call it arcane Shh. strike. He's going to crit everybody. I believe it. Um, I'm just going to do Rhea Frost for now. <gasps> Rhea, we got a call coming in? Uh, is it is Rhea it from Frost? <laughs> Ray from Frost. Uh, okay. From now on out, the spell should be called Ray from Frost. All right, Jay. Ray from Frost. So here's the deal. You're going to roll a religion check because it's on t- your DC here is going to be 20. Okay. And if you crit, good things happen. Okay. Uh, 33. 33, that's a crit. What is your training in religion master okay so because you master. are a master you are and you crit you're able to feed fox the right information on how to strike when to strike the weak parts here about this fiend you're gonna get a plus three on this attack sweet nice yeah right. and you're flanking so it's ac is reduced by two all right we got a lot of fun shit going on here on. Uh, that is big roll big roll plus hey. three I've got a minus two. Terrible math. 50. Oh, I was about to slam down the Ooh. terrible math button. 50, and then you're at a minus two. Yeah, but that is not a crit. Damn yeah. it. Ugh. Very close. I don't know. What'd you roll in the die? 15. Oh, yeah. This is hard to hit. Yeah. Uh, Take that hit. When right. I rolled a 44 at the start of this and it didn't hit, I was like, oh, My God. My terrible math might have been, might have been terrible. Terrible math. Terrible math. God almighty, that's some uh, I have a plus 35. Okay. No, it was right. Plus 15. Okay. Plus 35. 15, 15. plus 35. And that yeah. becomes a 50. And you have a oh. plus three. Yeah, but then you have a plus three. That on top. was the plus oh, three. Oh, that was with the plus three. Oh, yeah. the plus oh, okay. Three. I, th- I was hoping that I my math was more terrible than it actually was, <laughs> unfortunately. Well, you still solidly hit. 
which like because it's a spell it means you're both going to get your polearm damage and your spell damage on one die roll so forgot to add that plus three whenever i attacked the, the one from you right is it, or no that was from a distraction yeah. What did yeah. you give us? I gave you a plus two to will saves will and saves. 18 temporary hit 18 points. Temporary. So if you okay. get hit, don't you take those first? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hit points get hit first. All right. Jared's over there kindly working through damage on pole arms Sorry. and our Ooh. caller, lo- longtime listener, longtime caller, Ray of Frost. Miss that guy. Yeah. So 32 damage from the pole arm. Oh, damn. Uh, I'm going to okay. be the second for, for the other one. Sorry. Uh, up on decks ne- on deck next is me. You all feel like you have this in hand? <laughs> yep, yep. It's already over. Doing as okay. long as he kills him in a second. Yeah, just as long as Jared kills him with this one hit. Yeah, Do you just should, like your usual 112 play. points of damage or whatever? Uh, 45. Gee, from Ray of Frost? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's so much damage. Thanks, Ray. Thanks, uh, Ray. You're the best, Ray. Okay, so You're I'm welcome. having to do math here. So that's two. Go Vikings. I've said this. <laughs> I've said this so many times, and I'll never stop saying it. That every time we make this joke, I just imagine that it's a spell that summons a guy in a sweater that just punches the enemy. The yeah. pole arm strikes. Yeah. Ray, I, I think Ray, like Ray's had a long day, so the portal opens, and it's, and it's just Ray's sweatered arm comes out to punch <laughs> three faced in, fa- in one of his three faces. Oh, uh, guy's not looking good. So that's two actions, right? Yes. So you've got... And a move. And I've got one more attack. Yeah. Might do as I well take throw it at the there. third? Uh, no. Okay. I think you just take it at the I one because spell strike combines for a single shared attack and you use the same roll for both. We'll have to roll high, but let's try. Can we hire an artist <laughs> to do fan art of Ray from Frost? <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'll uh, see if it's in the budget. All right. That's your turn, Fox. It's now three-faced turn. Uh, he's not loving this situation, so I think it's time for him to cast a spell. You know what? It worked on you before, Jason, so we're going to do it on you again. He is going to cast a spell, which will provoke an attack of opportunity, but you two have been missing a lot, so <laughs> let's see. Oh, this motherfucker. that's some smack. <laughs> let's go. Oh, yeah, we're, 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 talking, we're talking shit now. Quiet. Jason, what do you got for the hit? 49. That is a hit. 46. Yes. That's a hit. Yes. Nice. But neither yes. is a crit, so the spell's still going to go off. If he's alive. All right, oh, dice are rolling. That's poopy. <laughs> I appreciate how much like some of our episodes get quite explicit, but we'll just as quickly drop like, oh man, that's poopy. <laughs> 35. All right, shit. That's nine not that bad. 49. It's crap. It's crap. I rolled 10, 10, 9, 9. This random dice roll is killing Let's go. Off. 10, 10, 9, okay. 9. I got to do some math first. So first, 35 points of damage. That's going to be easy. And then how much did you do? 49. Uh, Oh fuck! Too okay, nice. from Max. Yep, I don't. I don't love that. It's the the toll for casting a spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit. Well, um, let me just check. Was it worth it? Math, real quick. Hey, <laughs> call Was back. It worth it, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, like, I was just brought here. <laughs> I don't even know where this is. Man, I wasn't even supposed to be here today. <laughs> All right. So uh, it's going to go off. Um, oh, he can target. Oh, he's going to target all of you. Everyone? Yep. Can target up to five creatures within 30 feet. So actually, it's just Dro and Fox. Give me will save. You have a plus two. Plus two, plus two right? This is against a fear effect and a mental effect. And an emotional Ooh, effect. I rolled good. I rolled good. I rolled good. 
Oh, Jason is I fist rolled well. Let's see. Excellent. You have an extra plus two, right? Yes. Yeah. Will, Will yeah. Yeah, ability. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 46. That's a success, and you have resolve, right? I do. So that becomes a crit success. Jason. That's exactly what I got. I rolled 18 and got a 26. So, 46? 46. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just telling you what the math was. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so you are, you have a success. Mm-hmm. You would become frightened one, but because of bravery, mm-hmm. you are not frightened. Mm-hmm. The creature just kind of casts fear at both of you. you We're not afraid of you. It. I told you your shit was weak. It hisses out Guys, of one I of have its 61 mouths. hit points total left. You <laughs> have not seen the last of us and blinks no. out of existence. Coward. <laughs> what a little asshole. Come back here, you bitch. <laughs> yes, Watson. That's very bad. Dirty mouth. Sorry, he was doing evil damage. Very bad. <laughs> Val, it's it's your turn. Do you kiss your dwarf mother with that mouth? He's naughty. Hmm. <laughs> okay, I would. I feel like he's going to come back with a thousand sack elves, but um, I would like to roll the knowledge on whether or not it's coming back or if it just fled like some of the others have fled? I mean, maybe we could call that like a sense motive? Yeah. What's your perception bonus? 27. Okay. So that is... Um... You're unsure. It was. It's, it's, it's so alien. I knew that. I knew There's you a, could have seen that coming. Tracks that go every way, every direction. <laughs> every which way. <laughs> I think, uh, man. Yeah, Sorry. she's already reloaded, so I think she's just going to uh, ready in action that mm. as soon as something blips back in here, she's going to shoot it. Okay. Watson. Uh, Watson will attempt to seek. I guess he doesn't really know if it's sure, if it's invisible maybe. Yeah. So you can do seek in a couple of things. You can do seek in like a PBAOE, like a circle around you, or you can do it in a cone that's farther. Which do you want to do? I'll do the cone. W- which direction? Where do you want to point it vaguely in the room? Just sort of narratively. Probably just to the northeast. Okay, so like sort of in, you were all you were all either sort of in the west or southern portion of the room, so sort of basically in the big open area yeah, big near open the double space. doors that you think lead down to the worm, probably. Right. So this is a secret check. Oh. What's your perce- oh, I have your perception bonus over here, Watson. Okay. You don't see or hear it. Okay. That's I... one action. You can seek again if you want. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, oh, someone should go to the ethereal that's what plane. I, was say. I think you should go to the ethereal plane. I will two action heal Drosharis. Okay. Nice. Go ahead and take care of that yeah. as we transition over here to Drosharis. It's turn Drosharis, the beginning of your turn. You're going to heal 15 hit points or mm-hmm. 18 or whatever from regeneration, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what are you doing on your turn? And an additional 16. All right. Are you running? Did you, I just saw you move your miniature, Jason. So are you running back to like the northwest corner of the I'm room? I'm making sure I'm standing in the sunlight, yeah. Yeah. Cool. You'll run back over there. Val's going to be like, Fox, find him in the ethereal plane. Josh, are you doing anything else on your turn? I <laughs> am looking around. I don't think so. I'll just wait. I'm... I'm readied for if he pops back in the room. Got it. All right, Fox, what are you doing? I mean, presumably I can dimension door, but I don't know. Would it? Would I see him in the ethereal plane if I went to the ethereal plane, like dimension door? If he's in the space, If he's right? in the same space, because didn't you say it's like layered on top of 
Yeah, but Dimension Door is like teleportation. Right. Uh, it isn't like stepping into the ethereal mm. plane. It uses... It's like, not like ethereal jaunt or whatever. Correct. Okay. You'd have mm. to use ethereal jaunt to get to the ethereal plane or plane shift. And plane shift, yeah. Just casually, you know, plane shift in the middle of combat. And you can only hold... You can only ready a one action... Correct. ...thing. Yep. Okay, I will... Um, I'll... Man. I will recharge my spell strike. Cool. I will seek also. Okay. You doing a round you or are you doing a cone in a certain direction? I'll um This is a secret check as well. I'll do down this direction towards the door. Same thing, sort of the same area that, Is that where you did it? Yeah, Watson looked in that area. Okay. Um Watson may have just failed. Maybe I rolled a yeah, natural let me, one. Let yeah. me go up north or up west. West then. Oh, over near sort of the room with the weird voices. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so you'll my You'll seek in that area. You look over there, and you hear the voices, Raja, the odd Raja, voices. Raja. Honestly, top, top tier work there, Jason. <laughs> uh, but you don't see or hear any sign of three face there. All right, then I'm gonna seek down the same area that Watson did. All right, too. same thing. Ooh, you um. Don't hear or see anything. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. That's my whole turn. All right. But can't you talk to him once a day in your head? He can talk to me, I think. <laughs> yeah. You're like, where the fuck did he you go? To scare me. <laughs> For a year. For a year. That's so That's terrible. That is honestly such a nightmare. All right. That's some Delta Green shit right there. My epilogue yep. will be. <laughs> yeah. Just at the grocery store. Ah! Now, it does have to. to go murder this thing on yeah. a different it does plane. Have... It does have to be on the same plane as you to use that ability, mm. though. Okay, mm. that's good to know. All right, it's it's turn. Some stuff happens. All right, uh, Val, it's your turn. Uh, Val, Should we go home? Yeah. It's like, all, all right, right, I think we're done. That was fun. Um, So I assume we're staying in, like, our initiative rounds. It's up to you. You can choose. Like, are you staying ready for combat? or? Yeah, she's just going to stay ready. Because we've seen these things pop in and out so much. But I do think that it's probably coming back with reinforcements. How long are you staying readied for? At least a couple minutes, two minutes. I'd say two rounds. Two rounds? Sure. It's only 12 seconds. Yeah, but if he's going to come back, he's going to come back. Well, yeah, I mean. Okay, I'm going to say at least a minute. Okay. Okay, so a minute goes by, the regeneration spell ends, your heroic inspiration is over. No. Is that, I thought that lasts for a minute. minute. Yeah. So what's, take the healing for a minute yeah. of regeneration. Oh yeah, so that's one minute's 10 rounds? Yeah. So an extra eight. I think you got it for two rounds. Yeah. Oh yeah. So just, you, you can figure that math out. All right. Time goes by, a minute passes, all of you tensely waiting. This lasts for 10 minutes, I'll oh, have shit. you know. So your oh. heroic inspiration lasts. The regeneration's only a minute. A minute goes by. Nothing else emerges. A minute's gone by and you're just standing there, waiting in this eerie room. Oh, where do you think it went? Hopefully back from where it came. Why didn't it do that before? Yes, that, that, it's, it has to be like around somewhere, right? I think, I think it can't go back to where it is from before. I think it's hiding somewhere. It was tethered here by the worm. Can you, you don't know that it was intrinsically tethered. You know that it essentially had been hired. Can you detect magic in this room? Oh, yes. 
Well, there is this very big obelisk thing that is far, far and away uh, the strongest source, so I don't think I could really You can choose to rule that out and look for other magic. Okay. You rule that out. The other magic's in the room with the whispering, which we've talked about before. You cast it again. You rule that out. And uh, I think there is some other stuff in this room. Mm. Ooh. Let me uh, just go down here to the little section labeled treasure. Four more sack hills in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> they're, and they're, interestingly, <laughs> each individually named five-faced regents. <laughs> Great. Uh, no, no other, um, no other magic. I am very scared that this thing is going to reappear when we're fighting the worm. Right. All healed up and stuff. Drasharis, give me a high five. <laughs> Drasharis studies your elbow because that's the best way to get a crisp high five and pow! <laughs> studies your elbow. Yeah, if you watch someone's elbow, it's the best way to nail high five. Just study. Just What's study. He's like, he's just, it's pointy. He's like, give me a high five, and Jasharis is like, <laughs> elbow, about one foot. <laughs> okay, I got this. Heal <laughs> an additional thirty-one. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I'll heal myself too. With some medicine. Jared, I literally told you at lunch. I know. <laughs> I know. I didn't think it would happen. And the, on the second turn. What? I, I feel have, like... I have dimensional anchor. And I was like, you can do the thing that prevents them from blipping out, right? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, you got to do that thing. And I should have done the thing. But then you... Then you incentivize me to attack That's it. true. I did mm, give you the aid. So it's your true. fault. Yeah, yeah. Oh my it's God. How does everything become my fault here? You're the evil character. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> Doesn't deny it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So what do you do? Yeah, what do we? What, do, uh, what should we do? What kind of treasures around this room? Can I? See? I heard the GM mumble. There was a treasure oh, section. Yes. Can oh, we yeah, throw yeah, the Josh yeah, yeah. Harris? Can we throw that vial of sunlight into this creepy alcove and see what the hell is going on in there? I mean, the light carries into it. You can just see the alcove if you want. Is the like? Is there anything in there? A or room? like, can we see what's in there without yeah. going in and getting yeah, yeah. attacked Look, by all the maybe, bad spirits? There's like a. <laughs> 15-foot opening to that room that you can easily the see into. Yeah. yeah, I just want to yeah. look in there and see, but I'm not going in. You can pick it up and take it wherever you want. Yeah, it's it's a rounded walls of a small alcove cause sounds to bounce strangely, almost like creating like a surcease of whispers. And it seems to be like basically a natural chamber near this pillar. Uh, and as you study it more, or value, you're able to kind of pick out basically with your that's odd that essentially this... Um, it seems like the, the the walls here between our plane and the ethereal plane are a little thinner in that room. Oh, yeah. And so that it would yeah, most likely yeah. make it easier for like planner calling or planning planner binding rituals. Oh, also, for the record. Sure. I have something I would like to do. Which okay. Is use, you reminded me, thank you, by saying that's odd. But the my ability sense the unseen, I can automatically uh, sense any creatures that are hidden mm-hmm. uh, and automatically detect them. Any undetected creatures? Do I detect any creatures? No. Hmm. Josh Harris picks up the uh, sunlight thing and says, if we throw this, it t- turns into a bomb. <laughs> that's, that's so that, cool. That's really neat. Is there anything we should throw it at? Uh, foul. Oh my God. <laughs> I'll throw it at this I was room. Like, Try it. Well, don't throw it at the obelisk. It might... No, no. It might harm you somehow. The whisper room. Oh, yes. So Joe backs up mm-hmm. 20 feet and chucks it in there. I thought he said Joe for a second. <laughs> Joe's Joe. <laughs> oh, Joe's Ray from Frost wasn't available, so he <laughs> sent his brother Joe. Yeah. 
Joe of Frost. <laughs> <laughs> Joe of Sunlight. Yeah. Yeah, Joe of Sunlight. Like, explodes He's in there. Florida. Burns <laughs> out. Rooms seems otherwise a natural cool. room. Cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> well, all right, do we just move <laughs> on? This, this obelisk is making me uncomfortable. Nothing if we go in. I'll go in there. There's nothing yeah. in there. No, it, the, the okay. sound is weird. And like I said, once you kind of understand like, oh, it... The walls, it's sort of, it's its thinner here between the material plane and the ethereal plane. Where do you okay. think the, uh, the other priests are? I think they're here. Probably further in. Yeah. Through these, through the, we found a secret door, right? Trap yes. Door. So on the eastern wall is the double doors that probably, I think he may have mentioned, like leads down to the worm, basically. Yeah. There's the door you came in in the west, and you know somewhere to the north of you, is where the other door from the trap room leads. In the northeast corner of the room, just north of the double doors to the worm, there's a secret door that you found. Let's check that out. Can I have a pen? Yep. There's a red pen. Go ahead and mark it. Matter of fact, Jane, would you like to know exactly where to put that secret door? Yes. All right. Secret tunnel. So the secret door is in the, not the square, the very top of the northeast, but one down. Not there. One more down. That wall has a secret door in it. Um. Yeah. You know, just cool secret door stuff. And uh, it's an archway. Is there magic emanating <laughs> from nope, that mechanical area? secret door? It's a Hobbit's Livia. Now I think you did say What's that there a... there was magic stuff that we were getting some Johns of. Uh, that was from the the pillar when you got closer, and the summoning room uh, okay, when you were farther it. away. Okay. okay. So Worm World. That sounds scary. That sounds like a cool amusement park. Yep, Worm World. Worm world we got worms. party time. You know that? No one knows that. You got we got worms. No, no. Dumb and Dumber. Oh yeah, oh. their worm, their worm farm. That's right. I I did forget about that. It's probably where the conqueror worm came from originally. Yeah, from Dumb and Dumber's worm farm. Yeah. <laughs> Lloyd. Check out that secret door, Val. Yeah, Val's gonna go over and check out the secret door. I'm so unhappy that this thing got away. Me too. Actually, do you want to hand me that giant pawn so I can, can I sit medicine with you behind my GM screen? That? Is the room, is so the ceilings? This room is notably taller than everywhere else. So I'm, far, the other ceilings have been about 12 feet high. I'm seeking up. <laughs> sure. You, you look around for a bit. Just um, to make sure. It's a good call. You find basically like a lot of signs of the age of this room and this building and some like areas where smoke looks like fire has been burnt in here, candles yeah. over the years, but you don't find anything else. Uh, and yeah, Roger. in this room, the height is, oh God, where is it? Oh, I jumped a whole chapter early. Here we go. So features of the crypt in this particular room, it is 30 feet high. Okay. Just wanted to check. Oh no, sorry. 20 feet high in this room. Okay, so not too too high. All right. No, but enough for you to fly around. I'll right. fly around. We feel feel Wee. around. I'll fly yeah. with you. Make sure Wee. there's no invisible giant creature hanging on the ceiling. Okay. No, we don't find anything up there. Great. So Val, talk to me about how you're checking out this secret door. Yeah, I want to uh, listen at it, see if I hear anything, and okay. also just kind of like check it out for traps. Sure. You don't find any signs of traps on it or hear anything. Um, it's sort of like a, a stone, basically, that you can sort of feel like you can press on it, and it'll then sort of like help you open up a passageway. Okay, I press on the stone. <laughs> There's and treasure the in this room. 
Oh yeah, you do want the All treasure. Right. Yeah, I want to. I want to get the treasure before she kicks the door open. Uh, so okay. there's not a whole lot. Like SWAT team. In a <laughs> corner of the room, there's a chest. Uh, the chest is mostly empty, but you find a box of relatively rare incense, and you can tell that a lot of it's gone. Uh, you'd guess used up at attempts of rituals attempts to access the pillar. What's left is still probably worth about twelve hundred gold. Hmm. Is where does it say where in the room that is? Just in the okay. in the like southeast corner okay. of the room is a chest. That, I should know if it was like next to the secret door. No, okay. no, it's a good question though. But no, so you find the chest. You got some some nice uh, some nice incense oh, that's that you can sell because you know it's there's so a, lots of good stuff. Twelve hundred gold in case we have to buy something with it later. I can throw it on. I'll just I'll keep this on me. <laughs> so. Jane, it opens, and you find a five-foot-wide hallway uh, behind the secret door. It goes five feet, ten feet, and then turns left to the north. And you can't see around the corner. Okay. So she's going to be like, I found a secret passage behind the secret door. I guess we should just go into it because that seems like what you should do when you're in a thousands-year-old tomb. That's so cool. Can Secret I go first? <laughs> yes, please do. Now, notably, Have there fun. is light in this hallway. Oh. There are torches burning. Detect magic. Are the shadows doing weird shit? Uh, actually, ever since Three-Face disappeared, the shadows are no longer behaving weirdly. Can we said that because I told you my backup's a shadow character, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can we take 10 to heal up real quick? Oh, yes, of course. All right. I, I did heal myself. Um, Is there so I'm anyone? Just five short of. I need goal. sixty-five. I need zero. Val got no damage in that mm-hmm. one. Nice. <laughs> Honestly, I think I can still today. I can medicine myself too battle if it matters. You. Well, no, you you're, you're out of battle. Wounds. You can just treat wounds. Yeah, just treat wounds till All it's right. full. Oh yeah, true. So you know what? All right, I can also treat wounds on you too. So Pause. I can't get all that though. Touch my wounds. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> So Trent takes 20 minutes and everyone's fully healed up? Yes. Yep. I right. did uh, roll a one and, and hurt Trisharis a little bit. I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to. Well, technically you, you were ward medicking, so you would have hurt both Trisharis and oh, Fox. Oh, right. and sorry he slipped that. and stabbed uh, you both with a scalpel. It, wow. Uh, my, uh, my eyes aren't so good down here. That takes some skill. You have greater dark vision. Don't tell them that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like through magical darkness. <laughs> So who's 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 going to be running point uh, uh, going into this? I, I, well, I'm going to let you cast yeah, detect I magic. Yeah, I want to, uh, to see if there's any magic up ahead here. And that's what's the range in detect magic? Uh, Thirty feet in front of me. Okay, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Nope, you don't detect anything. Okay. I'm going to go. We can go at least thirty feet safely to the L yes. and try to look around the corner. So you get to it and you look left, which is to say north, and you see the hallway goes up about almost 30 feet before it turns to the west left. So it sort of is basically, you know, you're in the room where you fought three-faced regent, northeast corner, there's a tunnel sort of kicks out to the right, goes up north, kicks back into the left. So it goes in the direction of what you suspect would be probably the fourth wing, the direct, the other direction that came oh, off of the yeah. trap room. So I come to another corner, can I look around that? Yep. Five feet. And then the inside of a secret door, clearly marked from this side. Okay. Rosharis walks back to the other corner, sticks his head around, and is like, 
Okay, I want to do to detect sorry, magic. Dreshars does what? Gives him the old whack. It'll be like a tactical, like, SEAL team. Like, he <laughs> does the circle in the air with his finger and then move forward. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. Just come up here. Oh, okay. Try to be quiet. <laughs> Stealth. Clank, clank. As we clank. follow him through, I want to detect magic sort of around that door. So you get closer. You are going to detect magic. Now, it's only the most powerful. You get to pick you get the, the most powerful. It's location yep. and the school, right? Yep. Okay, interesting. Uh, what about in here? Um, okay, well, it could be that thing. I don't know, maybe it's, is it this? No. Hey, now. Hey, listeners, do your GM, does your GM does this to you? Like, what mm-hmm. what, what happens? We're all so annoyed right now. Everybody's just staring at each other just like, fucking tell us, James. Okay, you detect... <laughs> Okay, so from this door, basically... I sneak around and look with my left eye around the corner. <laughs> directly to the northwest. So you're going up, you're going north, it cuts back west, and then go straight northwest, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, about 35, 40 feet. Uh, so right at the edge, right about 30 feet. Yeah. You are picking up a, in a five-foot square that I can denote later for you, a level 17 enchantment aura. Ooh, okay. Mm. Ooh, there, there is some rather high, very high magic in here, some, in, in some sort of enchantment. Does it match the schools of magic from the priest before? Uh, uh I don't think so, actually. It's that, that was divination, I believe. Because he had a book on him. Yeah. And you detected the book he was carrying. So, no. It's some sort of, some different kind. I wonder if this is the ritual that Drosharis caught a glimpse of the prophets that are doing some sort of thing over a brazier and some fire. I wonder if they can see me as well. If they knew that you were looking. I wonder if it's like the thing like Watson talking about the entity in his head where it's like he can sometimes feel it looking out from his Mm -hmm. eyes. Yeah, that's gross. Watson, I will refer to your guidance, your advice. Should I go in? He'll just open the door. (laughs) All right. Hello, Watson. It is. <laughs> it opens up into a relatively small room, 15 feet by 15 feet. What's most notable about the room is you can see scrapes on the floor. There's a single door to the north, and you can see where it looks like something large and heavy was dragged out of this room through a door. Dragged? Hmm. Dragged. I hate that. Hmm. This is so creepy. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can uh, Val reconstruct the scene beyond that, or is that pretty much oh, yeah. what there is? Okay, so in Val this room, does that. you look around, and you kind of notice a few telltale things. Something large, something heavy was drug out of here, but the shape reminds you of something else you've seen quite a few of in this basement. It looks like a sarcophagus was dragged out of this room. And you also do realize this is a 15 by 15 foot room. This is the same size of all the other sarcophagus rooms you've seen so far in these crypts. Mm. It was a sarcophagus. I look around. Can I look around the room and see if yeah. there's similar doors to the other sar- rooms with the sarcophagus, the 1515? Yeah, just, well, you are in one of the sarcophagus rooms. Okay. The smaller ones, and there okay. is sure enough a door to the north. So that would lead us back into the room where we entered all the sarcophagus rooms, ostensibly. No, this we is, think this this is goes like, to the this new scary area. Oh, this is like yeah. the new area. Yeah, yeah. 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 it probably has sarcophagus rooms on it like the others. Uh, but why would they take one out? 
Okay, uh, before... We need a new kitchenette. Before yeah. we go any further here, let me uh, search through my things. Doobity-bobbity. Uh, what all do I have? Yes, whoa, yes, of course. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Is Watson, like, rifling through his bag right now? Uh, okay, how about uh, I'm going to cast uh, Energy Aegis. Uh, don't worry, it's, it's going to be fine. Uh, everyone gets resistance... Matching towels! I think oh, no, it's just one person. Um, let's put it on Fox. Okay. And you get resistance five to acid, cold, electricity, fire, force, negative, positive, and sonic damage. Dope. So basically any non-physical. Yep. Dope. How All long right. is that? That is for the rest of his life. a good amount of time. Uh, Could be the rest of his life. seconds. Yeah. That's not funny. <laughs> it's for until the next time I make my daily preparations. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. That's cool. Yeah. All right, but it and takes when a you do your to cast, so I was like, "You mo go ma fai mi chao, you mo go ma fai mi chao." Therefore, <laughs> when you do your daily preparations, can you choose to like continue to have it on him? Uh, yeah, I mean, I could just recast it. Yeah, yeah you have to re-prepare and recast, recast it. it. Okay. Yeah. Resistance. So, five. okay, and he'll just kick open the next door. All right, fucking <laughs> the door opens. Hello. <laughs> I was going to say, do you say, and then. <laughs> So all of a sudden you see this opening up and sure enough, this the dimensions of this room are identical to the room where you fought the sack hills with the table and the desk mm-hmm. to the room that eventually would connect to the Banshee room or the others. It's that same like, what's that, 40 feet by like 80 foot room. You're at the southeast corner of it. In the center of the room, Right at the end of the drag marks out of your room, you see a single sarcophagus in the center of the room. Across to the north, four metal doors. Along you on the southern wall, including the one you've stepped through, four more metal doors. Just like all the other sarcophagi rooms. On the west side of the room is a single door that you suspect probably leads back to the magical trap room. On the east side of the room two double doors or a a set of doors a set of double doors the sarcophagus in the center of the room is the space where you detected the enchantment magic sense the unseen casting invisibility on myself okay wait uh, wait 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 everyone stay yeah uh just one more minute Trishar uh, pulls his sword out oh, and runs yeah. out. Oh, <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, uh, I need to, uh, to, one more minute. Uh, Tax the sarcophagus. He will cast Vital Beacon on himself. Nice. And so, again, until my next daily preparation. Vital Bacon? Vital Bacon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my favorite. <laughs> once per round, either me or an ally can use an interact action to supplicate and lay hands upon me, and they would regain hit points. Oh, um, shout out to Tam. That's like a signature Tam yeah, spell. Yeah. Um, so each time it heals somebody, it decreases in strength. Um, it re- it will start out pretty decent, 4d10. So I'm gonna bow down to you. Well, if you would like to, that would be wonderful. It's kind of nice though, because you can take an action I to touch someone, kind of or they can take too. an action to interact with you to <laughs> right. take the healing as well. Yep. So that's a super cool spell. All right. So you take a, you take a minute, cast that spell. So if anybody wants to, you know. Give me a low five if you know what I mean. <laughs> Absolutely I mean, not. Give me a low five. Is it you're, you're you're a dwarf? You meant, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So you got double doors to the east, single door to the west, sarcophagus in the middle. What are you going to do? 
I mean, we got to look at the sarcophagus, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have to. But I will say Val is probably kind of anxious to just find these worm prophets because it feels like the clock is ticking now. So she's going to say, let's get this done quickly and find Mm. those prophets. All right. I... I agree. This looks like a mirror of where we were before on the other side. Yeah, basically. Do Except we there think wasn't a sarcophagus the worm in the other room. prophets would be where the other worm prophets was? Yeah. Probably. Do we want to just do that? Yeah. You're going to skip the sarcophagus? For now. No. Okay. What if the enchantment is something no. that helps us? Don't let that. I don't want to be pinned in between two things. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think we should address it. I can uh, attempt to uh, dis- disjoin the, uh, the sarcophagus. Perhaps there's some sort of. Magic I can keep from... Just open it and say hello, Watson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to, to try and disjoin try. the magic item. That, that, that can permanently dispel a magic item, right? Yeah. I If if it's, if it's a success, it's deactivated for a week. On a crit success, it's destroyed. But what if it's something that's going to help us? What if it's undead and it's like his... It is just enchantment. There's no like evil tag. Do we send? Yeah, did you sense anything like else about it? Or let me say this: necromancy has always popped up when we got healing spells. So just it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not. Yeah. And what is fear? Fear's probably enchantment. There were something like that. Can I? Is there anything we can do to further investigate the sarcophagus before we just bust it open? You do an arcana check or something. You, you can walk yeah. over and just look at it more. What does okay, it I'm just gonna like? look at it more. A cult. So how close do you get to look oh, at God. it? <laughs> I knew that was gonna be the next question. Uh, I knew it. Five feet away. All right, so you get up adjacent to it, mm-hmm. and you look close at the sarcophagus, and uh, it looks like it's been moved recently. Interestingly enough, while it looks like there's some, like it looks like the sarcophagus from your investigation, like there's been some movement to it, like almost like it's shuddered or trembled. Sure, because of the zombie inside. But it also doesn't look like it's been opened uh, recently. Like, oh, somebody got buried alive in this sarcophagus. Or yeah, someone totally. was trying to get in and didn't manage to. Let's just crack it open. Okay. <laughs> so who opens oh, no. it? Watson. I'm yeah. up above. Watson. Okay. So you, I'm I'll stand on the other I'm side. Invisible. <laughs> All right. So oh, Watson and Dro pop it open. Uh, attempt to, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to be Can you do that like scene thievery? in the mummy where they're like trying to open up <gasps> the thing and they get like burned. Yeah. Can you do like a thievery to see if there's traps or yeah. there's mean traps? Yeah. I'll check it out. What's your, what's your thievery? Okay. Um, you got to tell me perception to find traps. So, okay. Okay. um, so you look, you look through it. You don't find any traps. Can is I, that because okay. I failed? Uh, Drosharis, you can look as well. Wait, you wait, 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 okay. did I fail that check? Uh, you don't, you don't get to know that. Okay. Well, I have a thing that allows mm-hmm. me to reroll with a plus two. If I fail a trap check, that's disarming a trap, not finding a trap. Okay. That's what I want to be doing though. If there's a trap, I want to disarm. Yep. But you don't find any traps. You try to disarm. No traps, apparently. Is it locked? I'll open it. Nope. So, Josharis, you reach over and just push it. Hello. And the sarcophagus is empty. Great. Mm. Looking in it though, Josharis, you see odd disturbances in the little traces of dirt and dust. You see marks as though 
hundreds of hands in different positions were all placed against the inside of the sarcophagus, pressed in odd places and angles. What? Hands. Mm-hmm. Like little hands or normal-sized hands? Size hands. But tons of them. They're all different shapes. They're all slightly different size so prints. So many people have been put in here? Or you, or you want to look closer at it and investigate it? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't. Watson, come over here. Don't make me... This looks familiar to something you've I'll seen before. Okay. Do you remember the sack hill you fought a handful of sessions ago that made Drosharis feel like he was being buried alive? Yeah. Remember how it was just a compressed mass of body parts and hands? Yeah. It looks like, until very recently, one, if not more, had crammed itself inside of this sarcophagus. I wish I hadn't blown up that bomb. But they don't seem to be here now. Oh my god, they went back with Regent. Mm. Great. Gross. But you do find something else inside of the sarcophagus. I'm so scared that we're going to get ambushed by like a thousand Zach Hills. <laughs> it was empty of people. It's a portal. <laughs> it's the line the witch and the uh, sarcophagus. <laughs> you find, as you're looking through here, trying to understand what you see, Val, you find a ragged strip of black linen. Okay. Watson, what's this creepy piece of fabric? Ah, it's uh, a strip of black linen. Can I do an occult check to see if it has any Fuck, kind of... yes, you can. Um, you know what? You just make this as an open check. All right. Well, oh, yeah, because... Yeah, but you know what? I'm still going to do this because it's fun. 37. Ooh, okay. E. So, this is magical. It's magical. Maybe 17th level? I, you just you know, maybe Trent. Maybe. What may makes you say that? Be. This is something called a dread blindfold. Ooh. Oh, I'm scared already. When tied over your eyes, this ragged strip of black linen gives you a plus three item bonus to intimidation checks. It also gives you dark vision. Oh. You can see through the blindfold but only using dark vision. Oh, interesting. Mm. Cool. The first time a particular creature sees you in a day, it must succeed a DC 37 will save or become frightened one. Ooh. This is an emotion, fear, and mental effect, and your allies become immune to it after about a week. <laughs> a week? <laughs> we can't, yes. We're like, oh, that's just a thing Drosharis does. If anybody <laughs> wants to put this on, I can look at them, uh, and I can <laughs> Drosharis should, I should has already put it on. Let me make it will save real quick. Well, the nice thing is it's frightened one. So in a non-combat situation, after six seconds, you're like, oh, oh God, it's just Drew Sharks. Puts it on. He's like, what do you guys think? Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> but wait, there's... to bring it all the way back to the beginning of the episode, there's more. Nice. Oh, no. As a credits. <laughs> as a free action once per minute. When you damage a creature with a strike, you can command this. So basically, once a minute, when you hit someone, you can, as a free action, command the item. Your target is then gripped by an... <laughs> sneezing. Uncontrolled oh sneezing. <laughs> gripped by sneezes. 
<laughs> it's all the dust in the mask. Uh, your target is gripped by intense fear. This has an effect of a DC 37 phantasmal killer spell. Oh. What? But it is an enchantment instead of an illusion. And the creature is then temporarily immune for 24 hours. That's Dude. cool. So you almost, uh, you almost destroyed this item, Trent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of, not going to lie, I thought there was a mummy in here. I and definitely thought there was a mummy in there. There clearly was somethings yeah. in here. Somethings. 20 minutes ago, 25 minutes ago. I love the idea of this black shroud that's over Drosharis's eyes now. So oh, now yeah. you permanently yeah. see it black and white. Yeah. Hey, anyone uh, want to know what the fuck uh, Phantasmal Killer does? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. The listeners sure do. So, Phantasmal Killer, and it's worth noting here that Phantasmal Killer is actually a level four spell. It's not super high. Oh, yeah, you know what? Phantasmal Killer is not the highest level spell. It's level four. So the damage on this is fine. It's not amazing. The big thing here is that the DC is higher. So the spell isn't as a whole heightened, but the DC is higher. So what happens is, and this is against the creature that you strike, so I'm not going to go into the targeting and range things on it, but you create a phantasmal image of the most fearsome creature imaginable to the target. Only the target of the spell can see it, although you can see a vague shape of it as it races to scare the creature. They make a will save. If they uh, critically succeed, they're unaffected. If they succeed, they'll take 4d6 mental damage and become frightened one. If they fail, they'll take 8d6 mental damage and become frightened too. And if they critically fail, they then must make a fortitude save. And if the fortitude save, uh, if they succeed, they'll take the they'll take 12d6 mental damage and flee until the end of its next turn and is frightened for. Um, yeah. If it fails the fortitude save after critically failing the will save, it just instantly dies mm-hmm. Whoa. of fear. Whoa. Wow. And it's a DC 37 on all of those. Wow. So, Hell yeah. Yeah. You have something all called right, the Dread Blindfold. The Dread Blindfold. Too bad everything in here is immune to fear effects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except, Except for all of you yeah. that you just put on it. <laughs> I just love the idea that at the beginning of the day, every day for a week, you're like, oh, oh fuck. God, <laughs> every damn time, Joe Charis. <laughs> what? What? I don't. <laughs> you made me pee a little. <laughs> No, no, Watson, that's... I think that's just because you're old. <laughs> well, no, it gets harder to be. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh. <laughs> so I, you I have... need to talk to my own doctor. <laughs> you have double doors to the east, single door to the west. What you going to do? Uh, which, which way would be if we were mirrored? The, the west, you suspect, goes back to the magic trap room. So okay. to the east to would east. probably be a profit, profit town. I would like to go this way from Wormworld to, to Prophet Town. Yes, I would like to go to to those doors and detect some magic. Okay, you detect magic, and you're going to pick up a. Um, I like Prophet Prophetville better. I think Prophetville. Yeah, you you uh, <laughs> you detect um, a like I think it's like tenth or eleventh level evocation. Well. He just opens the door. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Watson makes me think of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Get help. Get help. I think that's what Jason said the yeah. first time oh, we did, did it. He was like, this is like our version of get help. get help. The Hello. doors open. You open one or both doors. Both of them. I like to imagine you do the Aragorn, the two yeah. towers, like <laughs> dramatic so cool. door open and then just go. Hello. <laughs> 
the doors open. I'm still invisible. And you see a large altar in the middle of a room. A small blue fire burning in a bowl atop it. The far side of the room contains living quarters, a large bed, a makeshift kitchen, a pair of desks. But it's the two figures dressed in Grey Gardener masks whose heads snap over at you. Mm. Hi. I hope you're going to say off. <laughs> like, well, that's like, it. Well, we got him. <laughs> and as they look at you, their hands begin forming patterns and voices begin coming together in spells. And if you want to find out what they cast, you're going to have to tune in next week. Oh, uh, God. I quit. Bye, Watson. Not coming back. Oh, no. The Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com. <laughs>